everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 134, from August the 20th of 1994. We are in Saltville, Virginia. They appear, or don't they, they appear, they are at Northwood High School in Saltville, Virginia, um, 300 people in attendance. This set of tapings was filmed on August the 8th, 1994. So that was right after Night of Legends and Fire on the Mountain, 94. Let me welcome in my wonderful co-host that I could not do this show uh, without. First off, Harper, how you doing tonight, man? I know you're tired and we appreciate yeah, you hanging in there. the fuck? Wow. You're welcome. New Jack, keep, New Jack giving you some energy, though, man? Yeah. All right, that's what I thought. Some some fresh blood. Fresh blood, no doubt. Um, in the territory. Doc, we're in a new venue, Saltville. Uh-huh. Um, let me guess, you're going to tell me there's like seven black people in this town. And it's the fucking, and it's the gangsters. It's, it's the like gangsters three or four of three them. <laughs> man. Yes, I am in just a minute. Speaking of black people, do you think that your folks are going to give uh, R. Kelly a pass like y'all did Michael Jackson? Yeah. You know, I mean, cut the guy some slack. <laughs> I mean, he did trap in the closet. I'm not, so he, 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 I'm he, not here. He did trap in the closet so he gets he gets to get whatever he wants. I'm here right. for Smoky Mountain Just think, I believe I can fly. It's about to go the way of Chris Benoit, man. I believe I can touch the sky. Jesus Christ. Okay, they knew yeah. they knew he was doing foul stuff and let him sing it like the World Cup and like all kinds of other things, man. He, I believe I could touch the sky. Doc, Dream about it every course. night and day. Uh, are we done? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> what was the other song he, he had? Oh, Ignition, uh, dude. It's the freaking weekend. I'm about to have right, it. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. I see you got it all figured out, Hopper. Yeah. Freaking weekend, but they have me some fun. Uh, Doc, you want to get to these demographics? We are in Saltville, Virginia, which is actually. Uh, uh, so how you tell? Imagine telling someone that. Yeah, I'm from Saltville. Mm. Fuck. Well, just wait, because it it ain't. <laughs> this shit ain't Pepperville for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we are in Western Virginia. Also, this town is part of the Tri-Cities, uh, my, I don't know, micropolitan area, maybe. Uh, so they were considered in with that Bristol Kingsport area. Uh, but we're talking about a, and, and, and really, you know, we've been doing this now and I'm giving Mike the time to open up his calculator here, but we've been doing these now for over two years. Got it open too. We got, we've been doing these for over two years and now it's copy and paste and come on doc. I want y'all to really think about what I'm saying here as it applies to what we're going to watch a little bit later. We have a population of 2077 in 2019 or 2010 probably last census 2077 people 98.5 percent white okay so what's the percentage african-american point four <laughs> even point point four how many total people? Five. Four tenths even, of a, right. four tenths of a percent. No, how, how many people total? Point four percent. Two thousand. 
No, two twenty seven hundred people there. No, two thousand and seventy seven. Two thousand seventy seven. All right. Point four percent. So That's... there's like a mixed kid running around. Good fucking god! Eight point three zero eight African Americans in the whole. So depending town. on that second decimal, which I, I, it's hard to believe that we need that here. There's somewhere between eight or nine black people in a town of almost 2,100 people today. I don't understand. I mean, they weren't mating. Well, that's here's the thing. It's just that's either one family or two families. I mean, no one's having. I mean, fuck. Well, and can you imagine who do they date? Everybody else is a racist. Yeah, right. <laughs> now right. you're generalizing, yeah. man. <laughs> hey, come on, Doc. And there's no probably no. Is there any uh, uh, Latinos? Point five percent. What about Asian? I mean, there's only a percent and a half hanging out there, right? That's fucking crazy, huh? <laughs> and, then, and then once you bring in the point four, there's one point one percent. You got to have man. like mixed race or mutts yeah. and. That's American like the Indians town, and that's like that town from Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my chest has been hurting. Come on, dude, that hurt. <laughs> this is like this that. is come on. Bro. And there's a and there's a time to dance, Bruh, There's eight or nine black people. That's one or two families. Can you? And this is important. Can you imagine either a how much shit that those two families deal with? Oh God. B how subservient they had to be to to go along to get along or C A and B I, I don't have no more comment on this <laughs> this is like cut and paste we've been doing this for two and a half years now and it's literally the same well there's a fifth of the population is below the poverty line. If you if you put in the all the all the people that aren't white, that's still a bunch of white poor people. Um, as we go to the open, you can see that none of our eight or nine black people were in the crowd. No, because it's daylight in there. You can see all their cracker asses. So I think I like the guy with the Phillies hat. He's dude. That guy gets up in New Jack's face in a minute, and he got close to the edge too. <laughs> I believe those fans in the front row were like a bunch of the fans from uh, Fan Week, because uh, Fan Week was was that week. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Fair fan. enough. So those are all. That's probably Brian Last and whatever else. Um. I think I don't know if he was at this taping, but I mean I know the the fans were there for fan week, so I think that was a bunch of fan week fans. Is this the place uh, where Dixie Dynamite came through with the sparklers? No, this is this is not that same building. No. Yeah, I I think I no 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 I don't I definitely don't think it's the same building. I think it's the I first realize, time we've been in summer. I realize it's summer and there's only so much you can do, but I don't like sunshine on my wrestling. Yeah, fuck that, man. I didn't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, fuck that, man. <laughs> this is complaining. All right. I need to see this shit under the cover of, of darkness and cigar, cigar smoke. Alright. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's um let's jump. Can we jump into the episode now? I would I would yeah. love nothing more than to be blessed by that. Alright. So again, this is episode 134 of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, August the 20th of 1994. Uh, and again, we're in Saltville, Virginia. As Doc said, this is definitely not Peppersville, if you heard the demographics. Uh, Bob Cottle tells us we will see the gangsters today. <laughs> Dirty White Boy is here. Les has a personality profile with Corny in the Union. And Primetime Brian Lee and Chris Candido will take on the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Rock and Roll Express also cut a promo where they say they got a raw deal and they will win back the Smoky Mountain Wrestling titles. So I didn't have anything else from that. I wasn't going to play the Rock and Rolls promo there. Uh, what did you have, Doc, if anything, from the opening? Uh, it was an open. Bob's yep. back. Yep, Bob Cottle's back. Les is here. Uh, we ain't got too much longer with Bob, though, so uh, keep that in yeah, mind. Yeah, no, huh? Yep. Poor old Bob. Poor old Bob. 
I saw somewhere game. on Twitter the last couple of weeks. He just had his seventieth wedding anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Nah. We, were we were talking about that on the main show. Remember a, a um a couple of weeks back? Yeah. It, yep. Dude, do you know yeah. how much I drink yeah. during our shows? I don't know. Won't you pop open another one in there? I, I ran out. But you accuse me of drinking Hennessy all the time. Facts are facts. Yeah, it's not. That's a. Uh, it's called fake news. But anyway. So <laughs> go to two go to two fifty five though if you want to see somebody who's uh... <laughs> uh, hold on because <laughs> the thing I'm thinking about is is that I'm pretty sure that if you are backstage and smart and with it and you're talking to Terry Funk but you do the wrong thing on the first row of the crowd you still might be in danger and that's what I thought of here when Jack and Mustafa are coming out yeah. I'm almost there. He's uh, I'm dialing 187 right on the undercover cop. Uh, 244. Yeah. They got, look at Jack with the gold chain. He's mm. just out there. Puffed <laughs> up. Because personally, I made jacket on. The, the guy with the Phillies hat is in Jack's ear. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So the gangsters take on Steve Skyfire and Brian Logan. Uh, the hillbilly in the front row we're talking about, he'd... Uh, I don't think they like these black guys in town. And then um, New Jack allows Mark Curtis to frisk him again instead of the typical checking of the boots. Doc so did Comments. Mustafa. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, even Bob Cottle says, <laughs> they got to really check these guys for weapons. Holy Come on, shit. Bob. That's nice. He works for Jesse Helms. He was getting... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack also, uh, he has a Malcolm X t-shirt on as to piss off the white people even that much more in the greater Smoky Mountains. It uh, doesn't, uh, unless, like, explains it, like, yeah. the X is for the uh, late and great uh, Malcolm X. He does at the end. He says, <laughs> um, because I think, um, I'm going to play it. I'm actually going to, let me, let me play it. This is the commentary at the finish because they, they beat these guys' ass. So let me get to it. Uh, but I, I think you're exactly right. So um, here it is. Double arm with cross ring. Let's see what they're going to do with Brian Logan here. Well, he got a double elbow when he came off the ropes. You know, if a guy's as big as they are, if a guy's their size, they move around the ring well. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Let's very see. quick, uh, very agile athlete. Here's Watch a good here. work. Power slam. Here's you, Jack, on the top row. Flying headbutt, that's the one he calls the 187. That's right, a 187, and you don't come up the 187. Ladies and gentlemen, the winners of the match, the Gangstars. Oh, look at them. They're just stomping and kicking at Hogan. They got him down in the middle of the ring. They pitched their one hand. The yes. match is over. They won. What's happening now? We can't, from here, we can't, got some kind of pan marker. It looks as though they're trying. I think he's, what? Are they painting he's, him up? Putting something on his an forehead, X. an X. An X. An X on his forehead. And you see that big X right on the back of whatever that shirt is that New Jack wears into the ring. That's the designation of Malcolm X, I believe, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they educate for, him. For, forgive me, but... Oh, man, he's going to be mad when he hears this. But Les Thatcher's like your cool uncle that smoked pot talking your dad who's just completely old and doesn't get it through things that are hep with the kids. Uh, in all reality, Les is one cool dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God, he's an a, a awesome true, man. A true legend. Now, um, man, I'm making sure that that X isn't a, a Sharpie now. We, we've made that Right. This is dry race, right? Uh, I look yeah. like just a pin they would wash off. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You ever try to wash a Sharpie off? It, it takes a while. I mean, you're going to be grinding at some bitch for a few weeks before it's completely gone. You end up scraping that thing off. You look like fucking Magnum TA in 1986. Well, you, you, you could get it off. You could get it off. You'd have to have that, like, pumice soap that they have in, um, like, um, like the lava soap. But yeah, you'd have to lava would kind of get it, but you'd really have to have that stuff that they have in in um like a mechanic shop that uh with that pumice in it where you Oop. where you actually use that shit and you yeah. you you With rub it in real good. 
Yeah, and then and then like you you rinse it off. You don't even use water. Uh, I don't think you just kind of rub it. You in. know, another way to get it off would be to just stick your head in front of a shotgun, Cobain style. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> it was his, it was his birthday. I know he would have been like fifty something. Yeah, like fifty two. That's fucked keep, up too. We will keep going um, after the match. <sighs> what you just heard from as Les was explaining to Bob. Uh, the one eight seven. I'm sorry, Malcolm X, and what that stood for. Uh, we get a recap of the Rock and Roll losing the tag belts to Candido and Morton from Fire on the Mountain. Um, the graphic incorrectly states it's from Night of Legends. It wasn't. It was Fire on the Mountain. Uh, Man, nobody gang- can keep any of this shit straight, so nobody cares. Well, the gangsters caused Morton and Gibson the title. So, and then with that, we come back to Bob Cotto interviewing the gangsters. Now hold on. Now hold on. I want to remind everybody of about 12 minutes ago where I said that there were eight, maybe nine black folks in town. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most of the people in this arena, outside of the smart Philly crew, had never witnessed a black person act in such a manner before. (laughs) I'm serious. It's true. Dude, I'm telling you, the eight or nine people that lived there could not act uppity. I, I'm just saying this. They couldn't. It was preservation tactics. They might talk God. that way at home. They have a TV. They've seen black folks on TV. He, that, yeah, on never, yeah. Bro, you don't know. Th- I'm telling know. you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm telling you that this next interview was the introduction for what was coming to be. Black people's come up. <laughs> I, I guarantee. I guarantee. I guarantee you that New Jack and Mustafa just made it harder on the eight or nine black people that lived their life. <laughs> I guarantee it. Right, they made let's... it harder on those people after they left town to, to just try to get through their day. It was glorious, though. Now hit the tape. Here it is. What they were going to be like in a ring, they're like it in and they're like it out, and here they are, the gangsters. Let me say this, New Jack. Smoky Mountain Wrestling nor the stations are responsible or condone anything that you might say. Good. I don't hold nobody responsible for nothing I say. The TV stations, they trying to censor me. It don't matter. Then you even got some Negroes down in Knoxville calling themselves the NAACP or something or another. They don't like me. I say it once and I say it again. The hell with them homegrown monkeys. I don't care nothing about none of them. I know what you wish I was like. You wish I was like. So here, little piece of watermelon here. Some more, some more watermelon. Chicken eating, chicken bone sucking, black folk. But that ain't news day. I'm from the streets, baby. I believe in getting it done. Rock and roll express. You got the, the first piece of what we're like. You got to see just a little taste of how bad. New Jack in Mustafa. The other night, we let Ricky Morton land unconscious. He didn't know where he was, didn't know where he had been. But after it was over, he walked around. I saw him get in his car, and he fell out in the parking lot. He was supposed to take some interstate west, and he went east. The boy was completely lost. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, you gonna see what it's like to have to deal with me and Mustafa. You gonna see how we did it in South Central LA. You gonna see how we used to drop people down in the hood like they didn't mean nothing. You wanna get some? Bring it on. We here to be had, baby. So get ready because now the gangsters in the house. And for you rednecks, I must say, that goes the neighborhood because it's the new Negro in town. We gonna go, fans. We'll be back. Jesus Christ. Man, I'm telling you now, if any of those eight people were there, they said, oh, shit, we are <laughs> fucked now. Is that what you said when you first bought your house, Mike? Shut up. That goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Body count. You hear that? I do. Yes, I do. Mike does it. No, no I remember. Ice-T decided to play heavy metal for a, a summer. Yeah. Um... I had that oh. on tape, man. The one with Cop Killer too. I got it somewhere. Can, can yeah. we get back to this promo? Because this is this is the episode. I mean, this is right. Like... He, 
he brought out the prop that everybody used to use. I mean, it's brilliant because it just takes it takes it out. Okay, this is how you think you're going to make fun of us? Fuck, we'll do it ourselves. Now what do you got? I'm still going to whip your ass. He called the NAACP a bunch of homegrown monkeys. <laughs> what? I, um, I don't. And those be, And let me tell you something. Good God. Those people thought the NAACP was too uppity. And so now he's saying for him, those are the well-behaved ones. <laughs> One of the good ones. That's, the, let's, that's the term. Let's, let's not get past the fact that they got watermelon and chicken out there. And mm, Mustafa. He's spitting that shit a, everywhere. Mustafa with. is acting a, a plum fool with the watermelon. <laughs> I mean, just a fucking ass over there on the camera. Just he's munching on it and spitting it out. And Bob Cottle is looking like, what in the fuck does Jim Cornette have me in the middle of? Mm-hmm. Hopper, I need your thoughts on this. I just, man, it's <clears throat> they just really just <clears throat> give zero fucks <laughs> and just laying it all out there. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> we the new Negroes in town is what he said. The bunch of train monkeys. Jesus Christ. You know, it's really sad that this mu- this promotion was wasted on these people. Because uh, uh, this is awesome. Daryl Van Horn was awesome. I wonder if where Ruben dropped out of the picture here. That's actually a good question. I don't know when Rick decided. He was out. That's a corny question. There you go. For the drive-thru. Send it to corny. Cornydrivethru at gmail.com. Ask him when Rick Rubin dropped out. Give credit to BTT if you do it. So, I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. I mean, you're all sitting at home and laughing or thinking we're playing the race card or whatever it is that you do to get through this show. (laughs) But think about walking into a woman's group where they hang out together and there's eight men and delivering something, calling them a bunch of bitches. Or, I don't know, you're a Mexican. Try walking into a job somewhere since you don't have those. I don't know. Just go somewhere where you're not, you're not, not only not the majority, you're not part of the equation. And just start mouthing off it, folks. I'm going to repeat. Could you imagine them leaving the building? No. No. Dude, they just double. They doubled the population of black folks with their entourage. Literally. (laughs) I don't. You have to go back. It's on YouTube. You got to go back and listen to what Tracy told me and Bobby Blaze when he was on. How Tracy and them had to talk to the cops to smarten them up that this shit was a work and to leave New Jack and Mustafa alone and to not arrest them and harm them. Because these cops had never seen any black people that were actually willing to come out there and say these things because black people that had to live there (laughs) knew better because they knew that they'd be dead. Tracy claimed in Warrensville where they debuted that they had to talk to the cops so because the cops were getting mad at how the, how the gangsters were acting. And they had to say, look, guys, this is a part of the show. We're shooting an angle. Tracy went on to say that when Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson were in the back watching New Jack's first promo on the monitor, Morton and Gibson looked at Cornette and said, Jimmy, we about to make some money with this. <laughs> because, because they saw like fuck these out of control black men that these white fucking people hate and morton was thinking jimmy we about to make some money with this this is now i'm getting this information from tracy it's on the youtube channel um or you can go listen to when tracy was on with us a few years ago a year and a half ago tracy was was talking about that that when they debuted so i mean this is some real shit these people were literally mad and yeah. had like when Doc says they hadn't seen anything again, the talent had to talk to cops out of out of harming these people, uh, you know, these people being New Jack and Mustafa in their entourage. So this is just crazy, man. Uh, Doc, anything else, man, before we keep going? 
it it also works. It's playing on fear. It's playing on realness. It feels real. It feels yeah. dangerous. It feels like shit could break off. And that's what we, I mean, we all say that. I mean, the problem with wrestling today is it's sterile. It's in the same building every Monday and Tuesday night. Nothing bad's going to happen. Nothing crazy. I mean, what's the stories you want to hear? The funks going through the crowd in Japan swinging chairs. The sheiks going. I mean, there's an element of real danger to this that appeals to the people who like wrestling back when it was really had an element of danger to it. Man, oh, I wonder if anything ever happened to them. The gangsters? Yeah. Les, Les Thatcher told me tonight they had a couple of arrest warrants out for them um, by the time they were done in the territory. But, like, they were never harmed. Nothing ever, nothing ever. I mean, Tracy even told me that. They Tracy and Bobby both told me that they were shocked that nothing happened to them, like that they weren't harmed. But there were a couple of arrest warrants out for them by the time they left the territory. Maybe they banged enough Tammies and Leases that the a, the African American population went up half of a half of a percent. That's nice. Stuff. It's probably they're like, wait, 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 we can't be having this. <laughs> <laughs> probably not far off. Uh, what else we got from this, Doc? Once Pretty again, long. I mean, it's, I feel like we're you took copy and paste, man. Just another stellar performance. I would have to agree. Want to train Upper. monkeys. I can't believe when he pulled out that the NAACP is a bunch of homegrown monkeys. I was like, you got to be shitting me. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Craziness going on. We go then to a recap of the Thrill Seekers with a very bloody uh, Chris Jericho. Um, as they defeated the Heavenly Bodies at Night of Legends. No need to talk about that. And then, I wasn't going to play it, but, you know, we got um, Jericho out here who is now, you know, he's he's got his arm in a sling uh, because of surgery. And then you heard Corny say it last week. Um, eventually, you know, um, Liz, you know, Storm had to move on because he didn't, you know, he didn't have the spot. He didn't have, he didn't have his tag team partner anymore. So, uh, again, wasn't going to play it, but... Uh, we did we did get that update from them right there. So um, I think uh, for what it's worth, the, the thrill seekers' time is over at this point. But Doc, yeah, I think you, that's you have anything? Jer- I think that's Jericho. The end of Jericho. Storm stays on for a little right. bit, and uh, man, Jericho's out there in some Zubaz shorts and a fanny pack to take a, to, on his day, farewell tour. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> He's got the Zubaz <laughs> shorts, the fanny pack hanging right below the dick in his arm. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. 1994, man. Dude, oh. it's so and it, and I'm just noticing he's got a he's got a a cross around his neck that's hanging over his broken arm. Jesus Christ. That motherfucker's uh, wrestling all in what May. Yeah, Still wrestling. Real. It's crazy. Uh and Doc, any other thoughts on that though with the thrill seekers right there? Not particularly, no. All right, so I do have to play this next one only because I have some information that I don't think anybody knows about uh, that oh. I got from Tommy Noe. So Tracy Smothers and Bob Armstrong are out there. Now, we never saw the matches, like I said, with Tracy, Hawk, and Bob Armstrong beating the Funks in Bedlam. Uh, I'm going to mention this, and, that, and then I'm going to play it. Uh, you guys might want to pull it up on your devices if you're, um, at least if you're not watching on Patreon, you, Doc, you and Hopper. Uh, notice that Bob Armstrong has an aluminum bat here. Uh, there is a backstory to that and why his Tennessee toothpick is, uh, that he now calls a matchstick is not wooden and it is aluminum. And I'm going to play the promo that way. Everybody watching on Patreon will see it. And then I'll tell you the reason he's got an aluminum bat instead of his wooden one that he normally has. So here's the promo. All right, fans, with us right now, Billy Bob Armstrong, the wild-eyed southern boy Tracy Smothers. You guys got everybody but Jim Cornette. You didn't get Cornette. Yeah, that's right, Bob. You know, we feel like we accomplished a lot of things at the Legends reunion and at Fire on the Mountain. We managed to beat the Funks and Bruiser Bedlam and Cornette at their own game. And any time you can do that, like it or not, that's a tough act. I'm telling you that right now. But you know something? We feel... We should have, oh, if we could have got our hands around Jim Cornette's neck, man. But, man, maybe we can get the chance to do that, boy. Let me just tell you this right now. The month of September is going to be a bad month, Tracy. Don't give up because we're going to get our hands on Jim Cornette. 
He's worried to death. He's shaking his nerves, rattling his brain, driving himself insane because he don't know who the new commissioner is. Well, I do know, brother, and you'll never get to him. I, knew you, I know you and your mama have paid a lot of people a lot of money and changed their minds. I got an honest man to be this new commissioner, but I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to give you a chance to get to him. And in the month of September, the three musketeers here, Tracy, me, and this Smoky Mountain matchstick are going to get to you in September. And that's a promise, baby. Hallelujah. The People's Union forever and ever. All right. Hey, you heard it, fans. Let's go to the ring. So the story I want to tell you is, according to Tommy Noe, the ring guys lost Bob Armstrong's wooden bat. The wooden there bat that he's been fun. using for years. The wood, the wooden bat that we've seen him play batter's practice on numerous occasions. So Tommy tells me that Corny was pissed off and Jim sent Tommy to go get a new bat. And all he could find was an aluminum bat at a local store. Now, you got to remember, we ain't in no big fucking metropolis here. This ain't fucking Dallas-Fort Worth. This he should have waited damn... for lightning to split a tree like in the natural. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's more to this story. So they found this aluminum bat, and that's what Bob Armstrong has in his promo. That same bat that that Bob Armstrong has right here is the same bat that Jim Cornette used on Casey O'Connor's car that you've heard the story. Oh, wow. Times. So that's the bat that... Now, again, I'm getting this from Tommy, but this is what he told me. So there you go. Okay. Well, anyway, there you go. So Who's the commissioner? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... We don't need one, brother, right now until the, until the story's convenient. How's that sound? Uh, he said he's going to tell us next week. I didn't. I don't think they pay that off either. Well, we'll we'll see. But anyway, uh, thoughts on the promo, Doc? Basic stuff. I mean, Tracy's out there all shucks in it to death, and Bob is mentioning Jerry Lee Lewis lyrics. So, I mean, seems pretty legit and normal to me. Yeah, I agree. The, the part to me, I, I didn't really, I thought it was meat and potatoes. And then when Tommy told me the story about the Tennessee toothpick here, I, it's when I just kind of, left and i'm like looking at that bat i couldn't look at that bat the same way no more the fact that it was aluminum hopper do you have anything from it i mean i wanted to see something from that match i want to see something with with, with <laughs> order the Hulk. dvd man shit fuck that <laughs> get in with that get into the facebook page and let somebody send you the tape i have it what are you talking about <laughs> See, there you all, go. All, all, he's group, just like, uh, uh, I have it. Uh, your no, group administrator, man. Get it to Harper so that he'll be quiet about this and he'll be happy. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see Hawk. All right. Yeah, why, why are you holding out on Harper, man? Let's go to the next match. Chris Hamrick defeats Dirty White Boy. I'm sorry. Dirty White Boy defeats Chris Hamrick in less than 90 seconds. Uh, Hamrick attacked Dirty White before the uh, Dirty White Boy before the bell, but nonetheless, Dirty White Boy destroys him. And then we go straight to a Dirty White Boy promo, which I think is play worthy because uh, he basically talked about how he ran a bunch of people out of Smoky Mountain. So here that is. Winner, let's go to Bob Cottle and the Smoky Mountain champion. All right, fans. Here is with us now our Smoky Mountain champion, the Dirty White Boy. And White Boy. You're sort of recently cleaned house. You've got a lot of big names. I am again. The white boy is running wild in the Smoky Mountain area. First of all, I ran Jake the Snake Roberts completely out of Smoky Mountain wrestling. Then, bam, bam, Terry Gordy comes in and couldn't get the job done. Then Mr. Excitement, Dick Slater, came in and couldn't get the job done. And then Jim Cornette goes out, gets this guy by the name of Conan Chris Walker. Well, after a couple of matches with the dirty white boy, the last time I seen him, he was scooting down Interstate 40, never to be heard from again. That's a shot. So what I am saying, gentlemen, is anybody, it don't matter who it is, I have open contracts. All you have to do, put your name on the dotted line and you will get a shot at the gold. But gentlemen, I've been to hell and opened up the gates of hell and talked to the devil and came back 
the Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion. I don't think I'd want to take him on, fans. We'll be back right after this. Can we get this man somebody of quality to feud with that won't smoke crack and will show up? Yeah. He's be kind of put on uh, the back burner. Bro, he took a shot at Chris Walker, though. That was a fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> no showing, motherfucker. Bitch. He took a shot at him, man. Um, oh, anything. I mean, he. I you talks about running Jake the Snake out, took care of Terry Gordy, Dick Slater. But his shot at Conan and Chris Walker was kind of funny when you know the story that the dude just kind of dis- disappeared. So, the guy just said, fuck it, and just stopped showing up, huh? Right. He just, which, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Which I've done at many a job, I'm not going to lie. That's nice. What? Real good. That's, That's what nice. you call white privilege, isn't it? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm not. See, you always bringing up race. Y'all want to talk about it? it always bringing up race. Okay. Uh, let's We're just trying doing... to talk about the things that are topical. Topical, my ass, a bitch. Uh, Les's personality profiles up next, and Les pushes his chest out and says he doesn't uh, see title belts or the head of Bob Armstrong, which I thought was funny, man. Les was like, I ain't playing with your bitch ass, Cornette. Uh, Cornette, Cornette, um, you know, he says he used uh, Walker to soften up Dirty White Boy, but Bedlam is next in line. Uh, Doc, did you have much from this? Well, I thought Corny buried Chris Walker, too. I think he did it tastefully, though. Like, cause yeah. he said he he didn't he, he didn't like just like oh fuck you. He just like hey, he couldn't get the job done. Right. I thought Dirty White Boy buried him more than Corny did. Yeah, but it came on the heels of Dirty Much. White Boy doing it, so it seems like a pile on. I'm still not with this union stuff. Yeah, I, man. It, Why are you anti-union? It's not that. I'm just you Fox News motherfucker. Why, right. <laughs> what, why are you making this political? He's against this anybody. Do, this has nothing to do with politics. anybody who's out there trying to earn a living and not get ripped no. up by the man. You've been in corporate America how many years? Yeah. Why are you making this about politics? This has nothing to do with politics or something. If you wanted to make it, you wouldn't have every other Friday off, you asshole. That's that's a hundred percent shoot right there, actually. So now I can tell you, I'm just you. You said it. This union thing's not working for me. I'm talking about in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yeah, well, you could have been. You could have been a little bit more clear up front. You fucking uh, Hannity motherfucking watching what asshole. What are you talking about? Why are you saying that? God damn. I avoid politics like it's a plague usually because, God, it just overruns our lives. Why don't you go make out with Ben Shapiro? Again, I don't even know who that is. Him again? Right. We talked about this two, three weeks ago. I didn't, Politics take the time from the la- I didn't take the time from his last appearance on the show to figure out who that was. <laughs> this is a politics-free zone, so let's get back to the show. It sure sounds like it, doesn't it? Anything more. <laughs> and for anybody out there, God, don't get worked up. It's a work, people. Anyway, um, Hopper, anything else up. from... Get worked up. No. Get anything else from Les's personality profile, Hopper? I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of... Uh, I love seeing I the wiggle back. I kept waiting for him to, yeah, I kept waiting to see uh, Bruiser Bedlam do his little fucking head twist thing, but I don't think he did it. I don't think it ever came. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. So, it is what it is. Yeah. The next match is Dan Dubuil, I think, versus Bruiser Bedlam, and Bedlam whoops this guy's ass bad, and it's over and under a minute, but after the match, Bedlam punishes the guy with a stomach claw, which... Dirty White Boy says, nah, brah, and he runs out and takes matters into his own hands, and Mark Curtis calls for the bell, and we have an unscheduled match on our hands. Dirty White Boy uh, defeats Bruiser Bedlam when Bedlam misses a headbutt off the top rope. The champ wins clean and rolls out. I love it when a non-title match, the champ wins clean, and you don't do some bullshit. So, I love anyway. the ending. It, it was like, it, it's, it's, how many times did... Do you see the guy uh, move out the way and he, you know, goes for the pin and the guy kicks out? It's just, it's, it's, the psychology was there. It's old school and effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doc, what thinking, did you have? You wouldn't see that today. 
Fuck no, man. It'd be too busy trying to insult my intelligence. Yeah, I mean, you could pull out a shotgun and blow his head off. That guy's kicking out. <laughs> Doc, um, Hopper and I were, when Skype fucked up the other night and we couldn't get back on to finish, Hopper and I were talking. Well, no, actually it was yesterday, right before we started recording, or earlier in the afternoon, Hopper, you were talking about Raw, and I was just saying, like, I don't know how somebody watches Raw for three straight hours. It's, no one, but, but no one can, no one does that. If it ain't Hulu or the DVR, I, I, I can't. I can't see someone sitting there for three hours. And just Man, like, I told you, the last time I did it, I was stuck in a hotel room with limited options, and I was tired of too tired to go out into the streets and start wilding out. Man, um, dude, I watched it Monday to see if any Wildcat guys were, were on it, and then I kept trying to fast forward. I, it was just, I'm like, fuck, 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 I gotta <laughs> sit through this shit. Fuck this, man. And, and then I just stopped watching. I, I was like, I don't give a fuck if I see fucking Luke Hawks w- win a title. I'm not sitting through this, sh- through fucking uh, five, five pounds of caviar, uh, Five pounds of uh, dog shit to eat. Two pounds of caviar. Fuck this shit, man. What's wrong with you? Did you choke on popcorn? <laughs> I was laughing at Hopper. He said I'm not eating five pounds of dog shit to get to the two pounds of caviar. <sighs> I just was trying to get him to say he just couldn't watch Raw, but he I can't. It's just man alive, right? It's just oh god. This it's, is. It sucks when I see. I think if I think if you put the, Vince, if you it, put Truth Serum in Vince, and put him in a polygraph, he would tell you that he knows it's bad and doesn't know what to do to fix it. He knows they know what to do to fix it, but they're too afraid to fucking do it because they don't want to offend anybody. They know what works. They know what works is the WWE, but they don't want to do it because we're in 2019 and they don't want to offend anyone. So it's, they just play it safe and just, let's just a uh, 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 crap on the screen and, you know, eh, fuck it. Well, Dan Duniel gets a, his debut here. He got his ass whooped, huh? Yeah. You think Barry, you think Barry Horowitz is almost back with Dutch's coffee, and when he does get back, he's <laughs> going to be upset that Dutch isn't there anymore? I wonder how many people are going to remember that, even though we talked about it a lot, from very early in like the first 20 episodes of Smoky Mountain. And that I guy wonder... that, that uh, Dutch had. Carl Styles. Carl yeah, Styles. <laughs> the guy with the weird-looking face. Dutch, yes. where's Styles? Where's Styles? Where's Styles? <laughs> God, that feels like 10 years ago, doesn't it, Doc? Man, this promotion yeah, man. goes a long way in a long time, man. Dude, There's just... Who did it? Uh, uh, Ivan Koloff was here. <laughs> right. Remember, the Fantastics we were, talking, were here. We, yeah. were talking about this on, we were talking about this on the Facebook group the other day uh, because uh, Drew Miller, a longtime patron, had said, or he was talking about early Smoky Mountain from like early 92, and... It was amazing because remember when Jimmy Golden, he shows up and he's supposed to have a tag match and he goes, oh, yeah, man. And uh, my tag partners couldn't make it today. Both of their women, both of their wives are in labor right now. (laughs) (laughs) He can't have the match. His studs were here like a year ago. It's we're moving along, dude. I mean, we're we're, we're almost to the point where it's only a year left, a little more than a year. It's not a lot more left. Hey, so we're we're getting Woke there. Woke up this morning, got myself, got myself a gun. Mama always said, "We got one million, baby." Dude, I'm to the point where I'm ready to start that bitch over from episode one. <laughs> I've seen it about eight to ten times. So let's keep moving. Um, we got on the topic of many other things, but the rock and roll. Uh, if you're watching on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT, the Rock and Roll are um, going up against Chris Candido and Primetime Brian Lee with Tammy. And um, Candido has a, a gimmick on his head to cover his hair that is no longer there. They do get a bald-headed geek chant going for yeah, Candido. Yeah, uh-huh. 
which is reminiscent of what six years earlier, or no, I'm sorry, eight years earlier. Yeah, in Jim Crockett Promotions. So um, I, w- I wonder how much the smart fans had to do with getting that started. I don't know. Do you think they got TBS in this area? Because if you got TBS, you saw that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, anyway, I never. Nah. I don't... It's a long. This is a long TV match. The Rock and Roll Express win the belts back when Candido hits Primetime Brian Lee accidentally. They shit can Candido to the floor. Then they hit Primetime with the double drop kick for the pin. Uh, this is now. I looked it up because I was like, these sons of bitches have swapped this title a lot. This. Right here, them winning the tag titles Eight. is their ninth reign. It's their ninth as tag champs go back, in two point five years. Go back to forty one fifty eight. Forty one fifty eight. I like that the rock and roll actually took this move. Let's see. I'm at. I, I like the psychology there too. All right. So uh, the Irish double whip. I mean, all it was was they. Yeah, but you would think that they would have reversed it and like turned the tables on them, and they didn't. Well, you're trying to show you you got some skills there, huh, Padna? What do you mean? No, I'm just messing with you. All right, so you do. Was that your guess? Their eighth title reign, Doc? Uh, I said eighth. Yeah, it was a ninth. Two and a half years, and they've had nine reigns. You see, less also called Candido a throwback. But that he's, they said he was, you know, like uh, bulking up a little bit. Let's also brought up the bonnet from back in the Horner days. Yeah. We haven't had Horner in forever either. God, if you. <laughs> well, we had the ninja for a minute, but that ended. Okay. So after the match, like I said, they the rock and roll win. The belt's back, but that's not the end of the episode because now we're in the ring with Les, Chris Candido, Primetime Brian Lee, and Tammy. And um, this is some broad logic, but it's a lot of fun, so here it is. All right, we're at center ring with Miss Tammy Fitch, Primetime Brian Lee, and Chris Candido. Tammy, step in here. Apparently, you are going to have to design that new wardrobe Why around something besides quiet. the tag Brian, team belt. I have something to say to you. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know what you think you were doing. You come out here and you're doing what you want to do. You're not listening to me. You're not listening to the game plan. I don't pay you to think for yourself. Do you hear me? I don't pay you to think for yourself. Do you understand me? You just cost me the tag team championship. You just cost me the belt. Right, forget. I've had it with you. You know what? You know what? You are fired! Fired! Yes, fired! F-I-R-E-D! Fired! Do it again! We were okay till you got this pip squeak. I brought us to where we were at. We don't need him. You're going to fire me. And besides, I don't care about being fired because I quit. Let me tell you something, him. Let me tell you something, little girl. You don't grab my hand. Wait a minute, it looks like we're going to have a little altercation here. We've got a new one on the way. And it's, uh, looks like Brian Lee and Chris Candido are going to have a... Candido is... Brian Lee pounding away at Chris Candido. And we've got an unscheduled powder hairspray by Tammy Fitz. Candido kicking away at Brian Lee. Lee blinded by the hairspray of Tammy Fitch. And well, there you heard it. Uh, so, primetime Brian Lee is getting shit canned, and um, that's about it. Uh, Doc, your thoughts on the turn? Is primetime Brian Lee not the... Is he the only man in this world or in this audience or even on this podcast that as they were getting fired, still trying to say, I quit? <laughs> Uh, this is art imitating life, a broad blaming a man for costing her the Smoky Mountain tag belts that she had nothing to do with fighting for or defending the titles. But yes, um, to answer your question, Doc. I'm glad they're over with. It had to happen. This tag team was less than the sum of their parts. Yeah. 
Is this when uh, this when uh, Brian Lee that goes to WWF? Yeah, I think. Well, I don't remember for the fake Undertaker. It's all right. We'll figure it out later. Probably. We'll say yeah. If you don't, if no, we're wrong, not, send your, he, if you, if we're wrong, send it to to uh, Mike's DMs. No, 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 motherfucker! Don't, yeah. worry, don't put that on. No, me. no. Look, if anyone just send it directly to Mike's uh, Facebook Messenger <laughs> and his Twitter uh, messengers or whatever it is y'all do on Twitter, because what? he always tells me, <laughs> I, I wish our fan base wouldn't. <laughs> Would 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 uh, make their presence known to me more on social media by sending me messages instead of just instead of just blindly just uh, liking shit. That is so not true. But uh, we crave answer, your feedback. Yeah, I was looking it up to be sure. He, I, I didn't. I was like, he's not gone, and he's not. He's not he's, gone, but he's 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 here throughout '94. Well, he goes face, huh? He well, he's a face. To, he's a face, old- but. Yeah, but he's but he's still here for a while. Like he has a match with Buddy Landell later on in the year. Oh shit! Wait, how, wait what? Spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah, well, I didn't say for that. what. I just said he has one. Man, can we just wrap up the show before you tell me anything else? Yeah, well, we knew Buddy was coming back. Don't act like a fucking moron, Doc. Jesus, why do you? Why won't you talk like it's real? Okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that and that's actually how they go off air uh, with primetime prime time Brian Lee getting beat the shit out of. So, all right, let's let's um, throw some disability checks. I went first last week, Doc. You go first this week. I thought I went first last week. No, I went first. You sure? Yes, I went first. Go. Oh, you sure? Well, I no. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show. Wants to argue about who went first. Who's on first, motherfucker? I'm on first. Go first. Well, I'm not afraid to go out on a limb and tell you what my score is. My score is uh, another hot show, another great show, wrestling the way I like it. It used to be, still is, in my mind, all that nonsense and watermelons and chicken, pal. 8.8. Wrestling in the daytime got it docked a little bit. I couldn't go above nine (laughs) because it was so bright in that (laughs) motherfucker. Harper, what do you want to give it? 8.5. 8.5. I, I agree with Hopper. It's an 8.5. But New Jack is just. He gets some God. more cheese, dog. Bro, uh, he's just, instead of a big rope around his neck, he ought to have just triangles of cheese just on a necklace around his neck. Didn't we say we we're going to change it to the Henny Award or something? The fifth of Henny? I mean, whether you want to call it the government cheese or the fit the henny, uh, New Jack's getting it. Oh, maybe we said the disability checks if it was going to be if it was going to be Jack that gets it. So, in your book, Jack would get eight point eight bottles of henny, and mine and Hopper's he's getting eight. No, no, uh, is, it, is do y'all call it a fifth of henny a finny? I don't. I call it a fifth of Hennessy or Hennessy. Yeah. Did Where I tell you? you I, getting, did did I tell fine. you that I asked about the uh, Hennessy yes. being behind the yes. lock? Yes, I don't want to hear that story again. It was very lame. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, you're welcome. No problem. So Why do anyway. you have to be so angry? Doc, real quick, before we get out of here and wrap this thing up, did you, um, did you, because everybody got gave it to New Jack and uh, we gave out our rankings. Did you did you read that article about the Van Halen uh, weekend that I sent you? I, I did. I did. I did. So that guy, that guy got so drunk on the first night he couldn't party on the second night. Okay, yeah. hold on. So, Hopper agreed that needs to be a patron episode. Yeah. So okay. We we need to do that one night. But I just wanted to see if you read it. So there's. I did read it. They were from right. here. At what? Uh, they flew to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. They flew to Detroit. Yeah, I read that shit. Great. So if you're listening out there, uh, become a patron, and eventually we will do that episode. It's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. You can also get the video versions of these reviews. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Also, 
Don't forget to use our Amazon referral link. That's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to your wives, girlfriends, and side pieces and hoes in your life and tell them to use it because it's a great way to support this show. Uh, lastly, I want Pull to Pull that shit out like you do your dick and say, this shit ain't going to suck itself. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's nice, Doc. Hey, someone's smiling at you. That's classy. Doc, did you notice that they have a new Smoky Mountain logo? They actually got the anime. Yeah, it moves yeah, it, moves, it moves a little bit at the beginning. Right. Animation. It's yeah, it's not just that freaking static, like, cartoon mm-hmm. bullshit. It's just like, that... It looks good. Yeah, it's spinning shit. It's, 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 well, don't get too attached to it, because in 95, we're getting a whole new theme. Which oh. sucks, but it's like a spinneroony type thing when it comes. It in. is. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a real. It's like real cool. it's all computerized and shit. Yeah, and Doc, and actually, like the state of um, like South Carolina is actually normal now in it. And did you also notice that they added some states to it? Did they add what Georgia or Georgia got in, it? Did they put in East Carolina? <laughs> Georgia got added. And Alabama is now on it. Too. Georgia was always on there, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It stopped on South Carolina. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Smoky Mountain well. Wrestling getting bigger. Smoky Mountains is getting bigger. Gonna take they, over they the just, world. They grew some mountains in Alabama and more in Alabama and more in Georgia. There you go. Anyway, uh, so uh, before we get out of here, thank you to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, so check them out uh, as they do their thing on Monday. And then thanks to the Wrestling Podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They also do their show every single Monday, so check those guys out. They support us, so please support them. And that's all I got. Um, Doc, you want to got anything else before we get out of here? Can we please go? Yeah. Harper, you know the drill, man. Hit the tagline. Take us home. Fuck it, bitch. Thanks, as always, for listening to all of our shows, the Thursday Night NWA Show, the Sunday Night Smoky Mountain Show, and whatever else we put up. And a special shout-out to the patrons out there who support this show that make it possible each and every week, twice per week. And lastly, I want to give some thanks to all the Hall of Fame patrons out there for their Hall of Fame contributions. So thank you very much. So shout-out to Everett Starr, Mike Childry, K underscore Row 86, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky e. Blassie, Jeffrey, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, The Great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, at Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the official BTT Research Department, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, 
Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller 39, J Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thank you all for being Hall of Fame patrons. We greatly appreciate it. And before I get out of here, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast with Mike Prue and his buddy JV as they break down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. I forget where they are exactly right now, but you can go into their archives and listen and go back and check out. I think they start in like 1996, and I believe they're up to 98 as of me recording this. So dive in and enjoy. Their new episodes, they release them on Wednesday mornings. They're available on most platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. And you can also find them on Twitter at BottomLineCast. That's all I have. Thanks again, everyone, for all of your support. We appreciate it. And I'm going to get out of here. Book it, bitch.